You're now listening to Self-Dialogue with your host, Penelope, right here on 88.9 The Bridge at 4 p.m. every Tuesday. I talk about social media, study habits, and also get the chance to speak with a lot of my friends and people I look up to. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week. This is Self-Dialogue. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Self-Dialogue with me, Penelope Thomas, First semester came to a close and second semester has started rolling. I feel like this is the time where maybe a lot of students lose motivation and the months of January and February can be some of the hardest in the school year, especially after finals and like finals specifically, there's a sense of relief, but also a sense of stress. Um, I feel like you're relieved that finals are over. You don't have to think about that anymore, but now there's a sense of stress for the new semester that... You need to do well or maybe you need to do better than last semester so there's like even more pressure um, on students. So today I wanted to talk a bit about the loss of motivation that teenagers can feel not only during the school year but also in their lives. It's really easy to feel discouraged when something doesn't go your way or not what you expected. For example, I had this assessment in one of my classes where I had spent a lot of time studying. I think I spent like a total of I don't know, like seven hours or something like that. And then I took the assessment and when I got the results back, it wasn't what I wanted. I was like, you know, I spent so much time doing this. Why am I not getting the results that I need, even though I put in so much effort? And I would consider myself a pretty hard worker. And at some point I'm, you know, looking at other kids in my classes who didn't even spend half the time I did. And I'm like, why are these kids getting you know, the easy end while I'm like getting the short end of the stick and I'm spending so much time on my work, but I didn't get the result I wanted on this assessment. And there was like a sense of confusion and frustration that I had within myself because I spent so much time and I didn't get what I wanted in the end. And I feel like many people can relate to this. Like there comes a point where you just like don't know what to do anymore. And you're like, I like, I like you lose all your motivation and you don't know what to do. So I feel like that's something a lot of teenagers can relate to. And even adults, I think everyone can apply that in their lives in some way. But for me specifically, like the scenario with the assessment, after I took the assessment, the best decision I made was to be proactive and find new ways to study and really figure out the root cause of why I was spending so much time and in the end I found out that I don't even need to be spending that much time like if I do if I use another method of studying then I could just be spending like half the time that I usually do and also getting better results so it's not always like how much time you spend on studying it's the effectiveness of it so that's sort of what I learned in that specific scenario but after losing motivation it can be really hard to get back up And I did a little bit of research on this, actually, and um, it sort of related to people-pleasing and uh, sort of everything in that realm. And I actually did an episode on people-pleasing, which you can go back and listen to, but people-pleasing and motivation actually relate to one another. And according to this one website, betterup.com, it says, are you a people-pleaser? Do you lack motivation? Little do you know, those things are related. If your motivation only turns on when you're trying to do something for other people, you won't have any left for yourself. And I found that to be really, like, interesting because I definitely would consider myself a people pleaser, unfortunately. 
And a lot of times I find myself doing things for others instead of myself. And so like for school, uh, for example, I, you know, why do you want to do well in this assessment? Is it so that you can feel good about yourself that you did well and that you understood the concepts? Or are you doing it so that college people and college counselors and whatnot and admissions counselors can look at your transcript and see a grade you got in a class and then hopefully like have you admitted into their college like is that the reason because I've certainly found myself in those scenarios where I'm like I'm gonna do well because this is gonna indicate what my grade is gonna be and then at the end of the day this is what's gonna make me go into college or something like that which is a completely wrong mindset in my opinion like you need to really think about do you want to do well in this class because of like your own personal reasons or do you feel some sort of pressure coming from somewhere so this whole idea of people pleasing and like loss of motivation totally relate to one another which I didn't know beforehand and I never really thought about it that way but it completely makes sense um and sort of hearing those two things together I made that connection which was really interesting um something else that betterup.com talked about was and this is in quotes but it says spreading yourself too thin so underneath that it says burnout is real when you have too many things on your to-do list it doesn't encourage you to get them done your procrastination can stem from feeling overwhelmed with your daily tasks it doesn't matter if you're working from home and think you have plenty of time to hustle your energy and level of motivation can be exhausted from your couch just like your office or in this case just like school or whatever It also talks about doubting yourself and it says when you doubt your abilities, you don't feel like your completed tasks are done right. It can be a struggle to feel that sense of motivation to get started. Try to tell yourself some positive affirmations to get off the right foot. Think about the qualities and characteristics that you love about yourself. Even if it's not work related, think about how you deserve to keep trying to achieve your goals. And that last part when it says um, think about how you deserve to keep trying to achieve your goals I feel like that's really important and like star circle underline bold like everything italicize that specific sentence because a lot of times I feel like when people have a loss of motivation it's at some point you just feel like why am I even trying anymore like why am I trying to achieve my goals when I know it's not going to work out because time after time you know my goal hasn't been achieved and I've tried so hard like what is there left to do And I think just reassuring yourself that you do deserve to achieve your goals. You just need to find a different way to do it or a different method or anything like that. So, you know, this isn't the end. This isn't going to be the end of the world or indicate what your future holds. Like, this is literally one tiny blip in your life. You have so much more to go. You have so much more to achieve. And at the end of the day, you will be where you need to be. Something else that this website talks about is bad attitude. Things don't always go the way we hoped, but that doesn't mean you'll stay in a rut forever. Focusing on bad things deters you from accomplishing tasks, and it can't control you forever. You can be upset, but a lasting bad attitude will ruin your motivation unless you actively try to change it. And this makes total sense, and I've seen this in myself as well, like just having a bad attitude about everything because something in the past may have happened, um, and then therefore leading to loss of hope, loss of motivation, and then you need to like actively try and change the way your attitude is and I feel like that's a really important thing 
like just because it happened once doesn't mean that it can happen again like you can change it it doesn't have to happen again you just need to find a different way to do something something else is not being specific enough you may think you have specific goals in mind but are they encouraging your motivation levels giving yourself clear directions is essential without them vague ideas will fade over time you can't just say you want to eat healthier, you need to be more specific about it and what you want to achieve and also outline precisely how you're going to do that. And this I found is completely like, this is really helpful, at least for me, because if I don't have like a specific outline of what to get done, a lot of times I can see myself like procrastinate and I also don't feel as accomplished. And so if you have a clear outline of like what your day looks like, or what homework assignments you want to get done, or jobs, or whatever it may be, and having like a clear outline of how you're going to do each one of those things. So like if one of mine is, I don't know, like finish your English assignment, and you you know the English assignment is to annotate this text, and it's due tomorrow. Okay, don't just write on your list, you know, annotate English text. It You can also write it as more specific, like, you know, get this might seem a little much but I've I actually think this is really helpful like walk to your backpack get your annotation packet out grab two colored highlighters grab a pencil and so as you're doing each one of those tasks you can literally check off on your list like okay done done and done and if you're a list person like me I definitely feel like when I'm checking things off it's so satisfying at the end to just like see all the things that you got done so the more things you have to check off, the better. And it might seem like a little tedious at first or like, okay, this is stupid. Like, I don't need to write on my list, like, you know, take out your highlighter. But it might actually seem helpful. You can do it as like, uh, what's it called? Like a bullet point under another bullet point? Like a, I don't know, like a sub point. Yeah, a sub point. Um, you can say English assignment and then do a little tab or index, indent thing on the inside and then say, you know, grab annotation guide, um, grab this other worksheet, grab two different colored highlighters, start reading, and then, you know, once you're done reading, take a picture, submit it uh, to, you know, whatever platform you might use to submit things, and then that's it. And just trying this, again, will help you feel a lot more accomplished and that you actually got things done. So that was like the perfect segue into how to get up your motivation and how to overcome uh, this loss of possibility or motivation that you might have. So um, here are some things that you can do for how to hopefully get you back on track. So one of the first things you can do, and this is from the same website, is listen to podcasts that share positive, encouraging stories. And just like this one, you can listen to my podcast on Spotify and it'll always be there and I always I like to think that I'm really positive and like that I share my personal experiences to hopefully help other people so um, hopefully this is something that you can relate to and that you know you can get some sort of tips from another thing is surround yourself with people in your life who are also working on goals and share progress and challenges a big 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 emphasis on and challenges because if someone is you know, just sharing their success stories and, oh my gosh, I did this today, it went so great, and then I did this. Like, obviously, yeah, you should be celebrating your your successes because that's what that's important. But, you know, also thinking of, like, 
if people are struggling through something, not that you always need to share what you're struggling with, but don't always have those people who are, you know, just bragging about whatever they're doing and, you know, it, it might make you feel bad about yourself. So really making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people who are also encouraging you as well. Something else is give yourself incentives or rewards for accomplishing tasks. So this is also really helpful because if you just got maybe like three homework assignments done in a row, you might, uh, you know, tell yourself, okay, since I got these three things done, I'm going to take a break for 20 minutes or I'm going to go eat a snack or I'm going to go hang out with this friend or whatever it might be. And that might give you more of an incentive to complete your tasks and to also feel good about what you're doing. So also having that like work hard, play hard sort of mindset. Um, and I know that's something that like I heard a lot about in like elementary school and stuff, like even middle school, but it honestly truly applies because if you're working really hard, you don't just want to keep working hard and then, you know, at the end of the day, you're maybe thinking like, why am I even trying? But if you reward yourself, that might help you sort of get in a better mindset of what you're doing and also feel good about it. Something else uh, that we sort of talked about before is break your to-do list into manageable sections. So that's sort of the, uh, you know, more specific ones or don't just think of this like huge goal that you can't accomplish one, you know, in this one sitting or whatever. And it's going to be like a lifelong goal. Like, yeah, obviously you should be having lifelong goals, but think of it more in a short term. So like, what can I get done today? Number six is make your tasks into habits in your daily routine. And this is also something that I've tried to do. I've never actually like succeeded at it because I don't think I've ever like fallen through with it. But I think this can be really helpful because if you're making these tasks, like for example, when I come home, I want to just get straight to my homework and not procrastinate. I don't want to watch any YouTube videos, any Netflix. I just want to sit at my desk and get my work done. I think that I've heard this somewhere. I don't remember where, but if you do... Uh, a task for 30 days then it becomes more of a habit and so if you for 30 days tell yourself that after school you're gonna go to your desk and you actually do it then that can be really helpful as well and then it can become a habit for yourself. Number eight is get outside for a walk to center your focus. So after you know maybe you've been spending a lot of time studying for something maybe you just take a little break walk outside or do something else in order to take your mind away from what you're doing and then come back to it afterwards. And I've actually seen that there are studies um, that scientists have found that when people take breaks in their studying session, it's actually more useful and more helpful in the end. So don't feel bad about taking breaks because I've certainly had many times where I've been studying that I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be taking a break right now. I should be focusing on this and then I quickly try and get back to studying and focus again. But actually, those breaks can end up being uh, more towards your favor. So that's also really nice. Number nine is be kind and compassionate to yourself. That can also tie into what I talked about before about like writing positive affirmations for yourself. I know a lot of people write things on like a sticky note and then they stick it on their mirror in the morning so that whenever they wake up, they can just like see all those positive affirmations. And I think that's really a cool idea. So I think I'm definitely going to try that out as well. Also thinking about like it's okay to mess up and everyone makes mistakes and that's what help us, helps us grow. So if you do make a mistake, don't get too hard on yourself about it. 
And last but not least, argue the opposite when you think negative thoughts. So if you're thinking to yourself, like, I can't do this anymore. I've spent like this so much time studying. Like, this is just, I know I'm not going to get the result I want in the end. Then try to counter argument and say, well, actually, I can do this. And I've been studying for this long because I know I'm going to get a good grade and I'm going to do great in this class or whatever it may be. And that's actually a version of positive affirmations as well. So that can also tie into the point before number nine. So yeah, um, that's it for this week's self-dialogue episode. Thank you so much for listening. A reminder that you can listen to my show on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Or you can also listen on Spotify. I upload episodes on Spotify every Tuesday as well. Um, I hope this week's episode was helpful for you and you gained some new information. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week. This is Penelope Thomas, and have a great rest of your day.